0: Not knowing. I see your cousin at the apartment sometimes, Hannah says. He's a very quiet guy. I have to think for a moment. To eat such happy food and think about words at the same time is much work. Ganoir, I say, has many worries. He seems kind of sad, Hannah says. I look at the fry in my hand with its shiny coat of red. I want only to eat and not to remember. But Hannah's words tug like tight rope on a calf's neck. Ganwar lost his father and his sisters when the fighting came, I tell her. Hannah nods. Her eyes are blue and gray, or maybe green. I can't be sure. I remember a kind doctor at the camp with such eyes. How did he lose his hand? Hannah asks in a gentle voice. I don't know the words for this. Some English words I hope I never learn. Men came with guns and knives to our village, I answer at last. To be in such fighting, says Nishan, is very bad. And what about your family, Jaime asks me. I stop eating. I take a breath. My father and my brother, Luol, they were killed by the government men. I saw it. I pause as a memory pokes at me like a knife in my back. I was lucky to see, I add. Lucky? Hannah asks. Her voice says she doesn't understand. Nishan looks at me with eyes that know of such things. Maybe Kek means lucky to know for sure, she explains. Not knowing is the hardest. Yes, I agree, the hardest. How about your mom, Hannah asks softly. I, guilt grabs my throat. I will not go to that black place today. I try again. She'll come, I say. I'll wait here for her. Waiting is hard too, Hannah says, and I can see that she also knows sad places. I push my tray away. I'm not so hungry anymore. Home. I take the school bus home. It's a long yellow car filled with screaming, laughing students and many paper balls wet with spit. I don't think it would be easy to drive such a car. My aunt is sleeping when I get home. Yanwar enters with a white basket under his arm. The washing machine's in the basement, he says. The what, I ask? The room way down at the bottom of the stairs. I'll show you later. He surprises me with a smile like Luol might have made. A big brother making trouble smile. You'll like doing the wash. It's my job, but if you want, I might let you help. Sure, I say although I don't trust that mischief smile. I remember well how Luall and Ganwar used to tease and test me. Always I was the little child with foolish ideas and silly ways. Always they were too old to bother with me, unless it was for their own fun. The door to my aunt's room opens and she comes out slowly, yawning and stretching. ''How was school?'' she asks. "'You would not believe it,' I say. "'They teach you and feed you, and I have my own desk. "'We're going to visit the zoo where animals live "'and the pl- planetarium where stars live, "'and I'm going to learn how to dunk slam "'in the class called P.E.' "'Slam dunk,' Ganmoire corrects. "'Good,' my aunt says. "'Good boy,' and she fills a kettle with water "'to put on the cooking fire. "'I want to tell her more.' but I can see that her mind is visiting other places. I think maybe I'll like living here in America, I say to Ganwar. Yeah, that's what I thought too, but you'll never really feel like an American, Genwar says, you'll see. Why, I ask. Ganwar shrugs, because they won't let you. He tosses the basket on the sofa. I'm out of here, he says, switching to English. Be home by, my aunt begins, but Ganwar is already gone. Time. My aunt sighs and leans against the counter. He's just not happy here, she says. I know it's been hard for him, but he doesn't try. She rubs her eyes. I have to go work, Keck. I've got an early shift. Eat what you like and go to bed by eight. I learned o'clocks at the camp, I say. It is called time telling. But why not use the sun and the stars? My aunt points to the tiny clock strapped to her arm. Here in America, this is the sun. You'll get used to it. For now, just get some sleep. I watch her put on her heavy coat. She isn't even at work yet. And already she's tired. I go to the door with her. Are you... I stop, then try again. Are you glad that you're here? My aunt seems surprised that I would ask such a question. She thinks for a moment. The freedom is a great gift, she says, to choose your leaders, to walk the streets unafraid, but it's lonely here. And she hesitates hard to change when you are older, to learn new words and new ways, that is big work. But for you and Ganwar, it will be easier. That's my hope anyway. I watch through the window as she tracks a path through new snow falling. Her footprints catch the flakes, then vanish like pebbles in quicksand. Helping. When my aunt leaves, the apartment grows hushed as the air before a storm. I turn on the TV machine, but the words are too fast coming. My aunt aunt had looked so weary. I wonder how I can help. In the cooking fire room are many dirty dishes. Maybe I can clean them for my aunt. I've seen her wash some plates in the sink with bubbles, but now there are many dishes stacked high. Ganwar said the machine for washing was in the way down at the bottom of the stairs room. Maybe that's what his basket is for. Carefully, I placed the cups and saucers and plates in the basket. With my special key, I lock the apartment door, just as Dave warned me to do. Then I carry the basket of dishes down the stairs to the room of washing. It's good to be a helping person. If my father were here, he would be proud, I think. An ache in my chest comes, throbbing like an old bruise. The way down room smells like a rainy day. I see six white boxes with doors. Some are making noise. I find a sleeping one and open the top. One by one, I put the dishes into the hole. Then I close the top and wait, while all around me, the machines hum and talk. How not to wash dishes. Just then, Hannah appears in the doorway. She's carrying a basket of clothes and a big red bottle. Hey, she says, what's up? I look at the ceiling. No, that means what's new, what's going on, she laughs. You must feel like I do in Spanish class. The machine isn't working, I say. Did you put four quarters in, Hannah asks? She reaches into her pocket and pulls out shiny circles. Money, she explains. It makes the machine go. She laughs her good laugh. Actually, it makes the world go. Here, I'll lend you a buck. I can't accept such a gift, I begin. But she just waves her hand. You can pay me back later. She places the four money pieces into special holes in the machine, then pushes them. Noise begins, like a tiny river flowing. It's working, I cry. Technology at its finest, she says. Of course, you still have to dry it all, then fold it. Fold it, I ask, but I don't understand. I'll show you. Let me sort these clothes real quick. Hey, you doing anything after this? We could go upstairs and catch some TV while we wait. That would be good, I say. I would like something to do. Ganwar and my aunt aren't home. My mom either. Well, she's not exactly my mom. She's my foster mom. She works the four to midnight shift at the quick stop. She pauses. That means she works at night, kind of like your aunt. I I watch as Hannah pushes white clothes into another machine. These machines, they wash clothes and dishes, I say shaking my head mama will be amazed when she sees this hannah looks up did you say but just then the river sound stops and my machine begins to shake like a crazed dancer under a full moon it's eating my dishes i cry please make it stop hannah lifts the top of the machine the horrible noise of its giant teeth stops and she peers inside whoa she says I think this is what they call a problem with translation. Not smart boy. I don't want to cry. A man must show strength in the presence of a woman. But if I had to choose between kissing a crocodile and telling my aunt the news of her broken dishes, I would choose the crocodile any day. I look into the hole. Hannah looks too. It is not a good thing to see. I have many more dishes but they are much smaller. I look at Hannah. She looks at me. I cannot say why, but when I look at her, I feel like I've gulped down a laugh that needs to fly free. I laugh, then she laughs. Then, before I know it, we're on the hard floor laughing. Perhaps this is my punishment for trying to do the work of a woman, I say, wiping a tear away. Hannah punches my shoulder. Hey, in this country, a woman can do anything a man can do. She gets to her feet and grins. This is your punishment for being a moron. A moron is a not smart boy, I ask. She laughs, you got it. I laugh too. I stand and pull out a piece of a plate. Maybe I can fix these. Well, I suppose we can glue some of the pieces together. Put them in your basket and we'll see what we can do. But don't get your hopes up. I'm used to hearing that, I say magic milk i carry the broken pieces in my basket and follow hannah to her apartment she has a key like mine around her neck on a string hannah's place of living is not like my aunt's it smells of many things some not so good everywhere are clothes and shoes papers and dirty dishes sorry it's a dump i know hannah sighs my last foster parents were total neat freaks Do you have brothers or sisters? I ask. Three older, one boy, two girls, all foster. My brother's working at Burger King right now. Don't know what my sisters are up to. My real brother lives with another family in St. Paul. Hannah begins opening drawers in the cooking fire room. I know we've got some glue somewhere, she says. Forgive me, I say, but I don't know what is a foster. Foster family, you stay with them when your real family is messed up. My mom's in rehab and my dad's, well, he hasn't been around since I was a baby. She pauses. Sorry, I forget it's hard to understand me sometimes. Rehab is where you go if you do too much alcohol or drugs. I have seen men in our village drink until they fall down and laugh too loudly, I offer. Hannah nods. Yeah, like that. Your mother will be well soon? I doubt it, she says. She looks at me. Her eyes are wet, just a little. You can't be sure what will happen, I say. Life changes, so you must hope. I want so much to believe my words. Hannah doesn't answer. She opens the tall, cold box. Want some chocolate milk? I know about chocolate. At the camp, a helping doctor gave me a small piece to try. This is what laughing tastes like, I told her. I would like the milk very much, I say to Hannah. I watch while she pours wondrous brown milk from a tall, thin box. In the camp, people told me America was a great country, I say, but I never dreamed you would have cows that give such milk. Hannah groans. The world's oldest joke, she says, but I don't understand her meaning. Where do you find this milk, I ask? Grocery store. I'll take you some time. I take the bus there a lot. The yellow school bus? Nope, she shakes her head, the city bus. I sigh, I'll never know all the things there are to know. Hannah tilts her head to one side. Don't worry, it'll get easier, I'll help you. How come you are so helping to me, I ask. Hannah thinks for a minute, I don't know. Guess I've moved around a lot myself, not like you, but I kind of know what it's like to not know things. She clinks her glass against mine, here's to crazy glue. I don't understand those words either, but I don't care. My mouth is too deep rejoicing.